No, it, it, it'll be a, a little less... Uh, a little less of a challenge because, I mean, the main thing is that, you know, I'll start talking if I can't hear Carolyn or, or Haley will talk if she can't hear Carolyn. Uh, that's that's yes. like the biggest thing is that there's a lot of like talking over over each other, especially just because of how quiet Carolyn comes in. Uh, how well can you hear her on the recordings that I send? The recordings are fine because I can like I the I don't know if it's because if it's the difference between the headphones for like the call or and like the difference for the uh, audio recorder, but you're doing it all on the same device, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I mean, Carolyn's still a bit quiet on the recording, but because it's a recording, I can like, I use a tool to kind of like, change all of the levels so that everyone's everyone's volume comes in at about the same Ah. so it's never a problem with the recording just when we're actually talking and that's like that's when I notice the most uh of like us talking over each other is if somebody can't hear Carolyn that's Uh, that's when it comes up okay but I mean I the other benefit of doing the recordings from like having three separate recordings is that I can I can just mute one person to like to get rid of that so like if if somebody's talking over Carolyn I can just mute them and just juice up her volume and then like it's fine okay it's just you know you gotta kind of like chop and screw everything together unfortunately right 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 okay that makes okay. sense well at least there's a way to fix it yeah 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 and it's just I mean the 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 hardest thing to fix is um the uh talking dynamic because mm. like we have to pay attention to each other and when there when somebody comes up with a real good joke there is no holding that back they're <laughs> in there gotcha. so I mean it's I I like the quality of the last couple episodes they've been okay. they've been really good awesome. so it's, yeah it's it's never a problem it's just in the moment, uh, I want to say that I'm not trying to be rude. If I'm if I'm talking over you, Carolyn, it's literally because I can't hear you. <laughs> no worries, that's all good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's um, let's really do a, a quick one here because uh, my thought is I'll record this one with us, uh, and then uh, I'll record uh, another episode with Haley. Uh, at the end of the week and then we'll just kind of have like a two-parter episode so we'll do it in like two chunks so we only need to to like do a half hour and then i'll get the other half hour with her sounds good works well yeah i'm sure it's just because i'm tired and like it's like a full it's not it's not so much of like a body tired i don't really feel like i'm i've been like really like doing a lot it's just my brain just it feels like a car turning over but not actually coming on I know so it's just like yeah 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 you get up the alarm goes off and you you're like you can it's like your eyelids open with the uh creaking door sound effects it's just like yeah yeah I have no idea what it is well according to studies that i've read like 
for the longest time, scientists weren't really sure what sleep does, and they're still not, to be honest, but they suspect that uh, one of the key aspects of sleep is to literally clean your brain. Um, that is to say that the the brain doesn't have any pulmonary arteries, and they, it's been speculated that sleep is when the brain actually clears out all of the waste material from the various cellular processes. Um, and if you don't get enough sleep, then your brain, like, is is literally just all gunked up. So you got you got a gunked up brain there, Josh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't come to your house and brain shame you. Just because my brain is a little gunked up gives you no right to have throw around slanderous accusations about my gunky brain. Yeah, June, don't insult I mean, it's Josh's not slander brain. if it's true, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's where you want to start this episode june fine <laughs> we love you josh i'm sorry i didn't want to be the one to tell you about your brain junk carolyn and i were like really fretting over this we're like should we no, tell him should we not. not tell him and we're like we're good friends and we should just be honest lies. he's got a gunky brain lies we're sorry word of this Don't i'm sorry me. you were offended by the things that i said that were clearly meant to be offensive but i didn't think you'd be offended by Oh, okay. Yeah. See, what I feel like you're forgetting is that I do edit the podcast, so I can give you the villain edit at a moment's notice. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. That'll that'll Beware, that'll Beware. learn you. <laughs> Why you gotta be such a snowflake about this, Josh? Come on. <laughs> uh, welcome to Everything Is the Worst, the official Scutsworth.com podcast. I am your host, Joshua. I am here. Uh, we are here to uh, join hearts and to join hands and to uh, Vulcan mind meld as we discuss the weirdest things that we can find. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like playing around in the space of the intro a little bit. I, I like we've been doing this uh, for four years. Is that how long this been, podcast been has been? Well, on? Yeah, I've been doing because we like two and a half years. We started it like around when I transitioned because I met you like right as I was beginning my transition yeah. and that was in 2015 and yeah so I'd say about four years um, oh my god uh and I still can't seem to get the get the bloody intro nailed down I can't I can't I can't nail that coffin shut oh dear. well maybe maybe, maybe it needs to be need an open casket shut. <laughs> uh, open casket so you can see the rotting corpse of this podcast exactly <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the colorful metaphors. It is close to Halloween, so we're, we can talk about rotting. Yes, exactly. It's yeah. very Halloween themed. It's Halloween themed. Yeah, this is a Halloween episode. Yes. Pre Halloween. The Halloween Spooktacular. Exactly. Yeah. That there is a good title for this podcast. Go. There uh, you have so it. Oh, I should have picked am... spooky articles. I didn't even think it's... of that. Oh, I, I, I think my article. Yeah, I did. A, I have a Halloween article to do. Um,. But uh, yeah, okay. Let's uh, let's try the intro again because I am uh, uh, Josh Wolfman Miller, uh, bringing you the spooky news you can use. Is that is that anything? Yeah, no that that works. That works. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, the other voice you hear is uh, Vampire June. 
I want to. No, not going there. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, something, something, yeah. blood. Sisters <laughs> of the night. <laughs> Uh, it's the little known fact that uh, June is distant, co- distant cousins to Elvira. So yes. yeah, this yeah. <laughs> uh, June, how's sure. your week been? <laughs> uh, my week's been actually really good. Um, let's. See. What have you gotten up to? Uh, well, I picked up Dragon Quest Eleven. Has been Which super fun. Is super fun. I and... actually played it. We will tell you about this later. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's a shock. I know. I'll tell you all about it later in the podcast. To be continued. Dot 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 dot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> wasn't the last game that Carolyn played with you uh, Mario Odyssey because she got to play with the hat? Yes. Mario. Yeah. Uh, other yes. things that are up. We're doing our official name change with uh, our passport name change tomorrow. We've got our driver's and license SIM cards. and our health cards updated. Tomorrow is passport and SIM cards. Um, oh. Oh. Uh, you're marriage name change yes, marriage name yes, change yes, yes. yes. Oh, okay i've been From, i've been yeah, changed I, for a while I, I, yeah. when we when we yeah. got married in the spring we changed our last name and hyphenated it but yeah. we've only done half the name cha- name changes officially with the government so far yeah just, so we're finishing this tomorrow you gotta go to the harry hayes in calgary and yeah. it's got to be on a weekday because they're not open on yeah, weekends. Yeah, we thought they were open on weekends, so we were waiting all summer for June's first weekend off, and then we found out they weren't actually open on weekends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, and then vet appointment tomorrow, and... Uh, we have choir on Thursday. Oh, yes, choir started up again. Sunday. Yeah. La, 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 la. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, uh, are you going to do uh, more... Uh, theme songs from old cartoons again because we can we could find a list for you to to try to belt uh that should be its own podcast but yes we can do this um, Every you know what that might have to be the the play you have thing from right, this then. point on is i, I oh. I'll, I'll just i'll get a list and we'll do that for a couple episodes that cause... would be fun all right sure we wait do it okay um, well it, it came out really well uh, oh. For the last episode, when I was just yelling shows for you to sing. Awesome! I am glad. That was fun. Did we get any viewer or listener feedback on that yet? We we don't get any feedback ever. I just I, nobody nobody tweets us. What are you talking about? Nobody. Oh, yeah, nobody does tweet. anything. That's right. That's why we're they always. Don't know we exist. I don't know we exist either. Yeah, I'm always begging for people to leave reviews, and nobody ever does. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm assuming they liked it because it's not like we lost listeners or anything. Awesome. Well, <laughs> yeah. yes. Well, <laughs> I I really appreciate both of our listeners. You two are awesome. Yes, yes. We we will we will thank you by name if I knew who you were. <laughs> Actually, I think I might I know who at least two listeners are. So, thank you, Ramos, and <laughs> also. Uh, Kamala, so. <laughs> Yay, you're the best. Listeners. Uh, Carolyn is also there. She's the other voice. Hello there. How are you? And Carola, 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 Carolyn is the spooky, scary skeletons. Uh, oh. what sound do skeletons make? Just rattle uh, your bones. I don't know how, I don't know what noise that makes. <laughs> Uh, just just chatter your teeth together. Spooky ghost noise. That's all I thought. I'm a skeleton. Uh, Watch me go. <laughs> okay. I'm really bad at this. 
Juno's crackling her teeth. You probably can't hear it because it's. it's I, well, quiet. I can hear some. I can hear some click, clip clopping noises, which yes, I, I, I am terrified to know what sounds like on the uh, actual recording. So. It'll be weird. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jim, could you stop? Fine. (laughs) Uh, Carolyn, have you been up to anything else? Uh, oh, anything, anything that's not, uh, the June-centric stuff? Well, I... Wait, you have a life outside uh, of me? What? Um, yes. You do things without true, me? true, I do. June's freaking out a bit, but don't even worry. I, um, we, I went and changed the snow tires on the weekend with my dad, so now the car has no tires. Yay, snow tires. And, and if, uh, we have any Canadian listeners, you know, the snow tires going on the car... That is just the rite <laughs> of passage for winter. Yes, you must. Because mm-hmm. you never know and we'll get snow and then we'll be trapped yeah, somewhere and I, it'll be bad. I, the thing is, like, all season tires, Canadians know that that is a lie. A filthy, dirty, horrible lie. <laughs> Maybe, like, in the States, parts of the States, like California, all season is all season. No, not in Calgary. Mm-mm. Not where nope, nope. we are. So, yeah. No, you you have the winter tires, you have summer tires. All season tires are for the transitional periods for spring and fall. That's only, the only time they work. Yeah, I only have winter ones and then summer and spring ones. I only change e- them twice a year. E- yeah. So there's no point even getting the other type. They're useless. Yeah, you can you can <laughs> tell who's got the all season tires because they're the ones in the ditch. And the ones that can't stop at the crosswalks in the winter. Uh, yes. So, yeah. That was a thing. What else have I been doing this week? Um, June just swung for the fences with that spicy take about winter tires, so. Oh. Are you <laughs> saying it wasn't as funny as I thought it was? Uh, no, I'm saying tire? it's. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's uh, super accurate, but just like. I, I could feel the loathing <laughs> in that <laughs> statement. It's just like, switch your tires or go to the ditch where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't have anger issues towards other drivers. What June are you talking never about? has anger issues towards other drivers. Just go in a car and drive with June and you will learn this very quickly. I knew I knew that Carolyn was the one to marry when she was in the car with me while I was driving and still wanted to date me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, I that, that, that's true love right there. It is. It is. Isn't <laughs> when you yell at the same bad driver on the road. <laughs> so funny yes and then carolyn's like yeah i hope i never have to drive in front of you and i'm like oh yeah right. june would hate driving in front of well, me well no i love I'm your driving your driving is flawless no no you are a, you are a perfect and fantastic driver and nothing Thank you do you. ever annoys me <laughs> not, not even a little bit lies that's okay anywho it's been a good week just been busy with life we went to the farmer's market that was fun we got lots of yummy vegetables mm-hmm. and i was going to go to yoga but i didn't feel like it so i skipped <laughs> so that i could do this podcast and so i could relax we went for shawarma instead of yoga yes and the farmer's market so there you go you're welcome yeah we we appreciate <laughs> you uh bailing on yoga for the much healthier activity of uh sitting around and getting angry about news articles <laughs> yeah, yeah it's so much fun anywho uh as uh you listeners have no doubt guessed by now this is a podcast where we talk about 
weird news articles in the world for people who don't have the constitution to go find them themselves. Um, we are, uh, I'm not sure if I kept it in at the beginning or not. Uh, we are going to actually have to record this in two parts because I forgot we recorded yet where we were supposed to record yesterday. Uh, I forgot and didn't have the energy or motivation to, uh, to do the setup before we recorded. So we decided to push it back a couple days. So I am going to do this, uh, portion of the episode with June and Carolyn, who, uh, have spicy takes about winter drivers. And, uh, in, uh, in a few days, I'm also going to record, uh, a segment with Haley. So this'll... Uh, it'll be one episode, I think, but it's probably going to be in two parts. So just, uh, just warning you listeners now, there might be like shifts in quality depending on, on how good of an editing job I do. Um, but let's go ahead. Who wants to go first here? I can go. You can go? Yeah. Um, yeah. So my article was about the new Google Stadia. Um, uh, I'm just bringing it up. So... It seems like a really interesting service. Can you explain what it is? Yes, okay. So the idea behind gaming streaming is similar to services like, say, Netflix, where the movie, or in this case, the game, is stored on Google servers. Everything is happening on Google systems, and then you're basically just getting an image of the game itself. Obviously, with the video game, there's the added step where you are inputting controls, um, and then those controls are getting sent to Google's system, where it then processes those controls and then sends them back to you. So, in in the ideal sense, you know, you're playing the game just like you would any other game, but the game itself is happening in Google systems, and then it's it's just showing on your screen. Mm. Uh, there are definitely pros and cons to this model. Uh, the pros being the fact that you're not having to buy expensive hardware. In theory, you could potentially play this on any device, although uh, the article itself um, mentions that for now you actually need specific hardware to play it. So it's a bit it's a bit of an underdeliver in the sense that this service that's supposed to require no hardware, at least for the time being, requires specific hardware. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're going against day one promises already. Yeah, like, like when, when they get established, if they get their act together, uh, theoretically, you'd be able to play, like, you know, the highest graphical um, top-tier video games available on your smartphone, right? Hmm. That's... Assuming that your internet is juicy enough to stream video games, I mean... I still have latency issues with just Netflix. And that's definitely one of the downsides. Um, The latency in some games wouldn't be a big deal. Like, for example, turn-based JRPGs, latency would be a complete non-issue. You know, more action-y titles, like a first-person shooter, latency could be a real pain in the butt. Uh, Competitive games, latency would completely destroy the purpose of playing the game in the first place like you know playing something like overwatch probably not gonna happen at least not at first that said fortnite is super popular on mobile so i might be speaking a bit too soon um but even then like they don't 
it's still happening on the mobile device. So the license, the latency is still less of an issue. Um, and the reality with latency is that it's, it's never consistent, right? Like you can have silky smooth 99.99% of the time, but that 0.001% is just infuriating, right? Like if you line up that perfect headshot and you pull the trigger and then the animation for the kill starts and then suddenly you're dead and they're still alive. Absolutely. I can see people, I would be throwing an absolute fit if that Mm -hmm. happened. Um, now the other the I think latency is one of those things that as technology improves will become less of a concern. But the other thing is the pricing and the concept of ownership. Um, and so, like you know, first of all, if this was like Netflix, where you just have access to their full library for a reasonable subscription price, I would actually be kind of okay with that. It'd be like, okay, whatever, you know, I'm I'm paying for the subscription. As long as I'm subscribing, I have access to whatever their library is. Titles will go in, titles will come out. I wouldn't necessarily have a problem. Like Nintendo already has a similar service to that where they give you just an offering of like old school Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. And every month that offering is updated and it's kind of cool. You can just kind of putter around in old video games, usually just for a few minutes, usually just to check them out. I don't I'm sure some people binge them, but it's more just of like a curiosity and it's an add-on to their online service. Google Stadia is a bit different because you're paying for things like, say, you know, the new God of War um, and you're paying full price, like you're paying $60 to play this thing. So, you know, what happens if uh, they just stop offering this service or like their servers are down one day, you know, maybe there's like... um, like server outage on either side, like either your internet is out or their internet is out, suddenly you don't have access to this $60 game that you've paid for. Um, And there's so many other things that could happen too. So yeah, it remains to be seen if this is something that people are going to embrace. I think the concept of like buying games is kind of absurd, but if it's all included as part of a subscription fee, I could I could see myself being interested in something like that because then I could just, you know, try the game out without necessarily committing. Um I think you know, like these days I don't I don't have the time to dedicate to all these different games. Certainly not like, you know, the 10-20 hours that a typical game would expect. Um I have, you know, maybe an hour a day tops uh on work days and, you know, six to 10 hours, uh, on my days off. Um, but yeah, it, it means that I'm a lot more particular about what I play. So, you know, to, to spend $60 on a game that I can't even access when their servers are ongoing, undergoing maintenance, like, is it worth it? I don't know. I, I mean, the other element that, uh, I mean, is vaguely, related to the idea of uh ownership is something that we've talked about uh before which is having a consistent uh like historical record of games you know it's yes so uh, we talked about um the video game uh museums uh there's a couple around uh the world at this point yeah um but once you transition to a fully uh uh fully digital 
library of games, it's impossible to have like a complete record because anything can be patched, anything can be updated. Like the changes can happen without your realizing and suddenly the history of that game is significantly different. Oh yeah. And and not just that, like it, the games that are released these days, they do have things like, you know, frequent patches and such so that the game that you have on the disc, what have you, isn't necessarily the game that you actually end up playing, but at least you have the base coding of the game, you know. So things like patches, etc., that can be at least stored in systems that, you know, the general public would have access to. A game that is only available via streaming, if that streaming service disappears, literally nobody has a copy of that game. And there are a lot of games uh, that have been archived specifically by just, you know, individuals, members of the general public who happen to have a copy of that game that they can then share Um which simply won't be possible when it's all streaming. So basically, Google Stadia, if they decide that it's not uh, financially relevant, it's basically going to be this generation's burning of uh, the library of uh, Alexandria. Right? Eh. It's like all of that information will just no longer be around. I suspect that there will still be a market for people to download games on their own systems. Um, I mean, I should hope so. I mean, the, okay, so the the idea of this is streaming video games. It yeah. Is the, it was the next logical step for streaming media. It's mm-hmm. We did music, we did uh, videos, interactive media is the next step. Yes. So... Like, the streaming music and downloading music and uh, MP3s and stuff. Yeah, it took a huge chunk out of people's, you know, buying CDs. I regret uh, selling off my CDs now because I I like the security of owning the disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So that I don't, in case my computer ever goes kapert, I don't have to go buy the same album for the 30th time yeah um but like so i i can't see there being a ton of like when the streaming service like when they nail it they're probably there's not going to be a ton of people holding on to the idea of downloading game i mean there's going to be a small subsection of people it's the same people that uh you know buy vinyl now and vinyl has a huge resurgence well they people like the sound of it if we compare it to something like say spotify where spotify you have the option of streaming or downloading um and i think that that's kind of the happy medium that gaming will probably rest on eventually as well where you know you can stream absolutely uh but especially like if you're if you're buying the game it should give you the option of downloading it. And I think that's that's a gap in the service right now that the money will more or less dictate that they have to offer that service at some point. Or they'll just close the service and, and call it a failure. But somebody will get it. Like I said, Nintendo is already offering something very similar to this service. Uh, Sony is working on it with its PlayStation Now. Um, 
Microsoft is kind of waffling on the whole video game thing, but they seem to be uh, going all in for the next generation of consoles. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but the point is, like, the big game developers, the big platform holders right now, are definitely interested in this service. Um, so well, even of if, course. Even if Google... Because, I mean, yeah. the, the, the long-term... Uh, the long-term strategy of all these game developers right now is games of service, you know, they're live services, right? Um, this is the, like, it's going to just take one company to crack it, right? They're going to, they're going to figure out how to do it and the best way to do it. And it's going to end up being the Netflix thing. Yeah. One, one company is going to crack it and make it perfect. And then everyone else is going to do their own thing. And then, the like the ideal situation for these companies is going to be how do we turn this into a subscription that way we have a consistent flow of money i mean oh, um i forgot apple arcade is also doing actually some really interesting things right now i haven't quite signed up for the free trial but i'm more and more curious the more i read about it i have not developed an interest in trying it to be honest like i i feel like i'm at that point where mobile games there's like two or three that i'll play but beyond that i think i'm done with mobile games i think now it's like if i want to play a video game i am carving out a chunk of time and a comfortable place for me to do that you know i mean i'm definitely different from people who uh want to you know fill up their time on a bus every every morning on their way to work but that's because i don't i i work at a home so like i don't have to fill that time true and i think with something like apple arcade it it really is like how much time do you spend in transit etc right um you know if you're spend if you're finding yourself like having to wait in line a lot having to sit on transit a lot um it, it definitely has its niche. The thing I like about Apple Arcade is that it's mobile titles that aren't filled to the brim with like BS microtransactions, which is what really turned me off of mobile before is the fact that it, it really, really became just pay to progress kind of nonsense yeah. that was like... No, I, I'm there with you for sure. Yeah. Cause I, I had to abandon a lot of games that I, I thought were very fun and very interesting just because you would hit that point where it was not feasible to progress without putting money into it. And at that point, I always felt like I would be more comfortable uh, just paying for a full version of the game. Just like, let me give you $5 up front and you you no longer hound me for two bucks every every other day. Yeah, yeah. No, I... And I mean... Games that offer pay to progress, there's no such thing as like voluntary slash optional. Like they want your money. They're not, they are not going to just ignore the fact that people are playing without paying anything at all. Like even, uh, I know you don't like hearing about Warframe, but Warframe is kind of the gold standard. And even that, like if you don't want to pay any money in Warframe, you are grinding like a ridiculous amount and warframe is one of the good ones so yeah. no yeah I, I get it either way i just see i just can see uh, upon the horizon of this flat earth we all live on that 
there is there is the goal in sight because like starting from like the the paid dlc and then progressing to the microtransactions and then progressing to where we are now with loot boxes and such the goal is monthly subscription for uh video games to no longer like for video games to provide what they're already providing and to get paid for it like to not improve or or expand in any way just to get paid uh, a monthly fee just to continue doing what they're already doing and that's like that is clearly what the goal is which is why i hesitate with things like stadia and with yeah. like apple yeah yeah and i'm i'm sick of this like People think they're going to succeed by delivering the minimum shippable product. But we need to move on because we said half an hour short episode. Yeah. So let's let's go on to the next article. Sorry. Uh, Carolyn. Okay. So um, I kind of want to talk about the video game instead of the article. Is that okay? (laughs) Sure. Uh, I just want to uh, quickly say the one thing here. Yes. Uh, Carolyn's article that she dropped in uh, the... (laughs) Uh, the feed for us here when we were going over was about Orphan Black, which didn't I just uh, tease you two about uh, how like every episode last season you always suggested Orphan Black? <laughs> this is true. Yes. It's a very good show. And it's now excellent. there's apparently an ebook that's narrated by the main actor or actress, I guess. So it sounded interesting. Yeah. But I super want to talk about this video game because <laughs> I never play video games except sometimes Mario so it's super rare so this is a once in a lifetime experience <laughs> so uh, cool. yeah okay okay um What's yeah uh, go ahead game? go ahead and do that Dragon Quest 11 Dragon Quest 11 so it's this cute little game with these little cute characters and they go on a quest and um, anywho I don't want to spoil it but they're <laughs> they're so adorable and cute and it's super easy to play it because it teaches you how to play it and it tells you exactly what to do and you press the button and then you get to ride a horse and climb a hill and and jump on things and run and get stuff and and there's even little things you can buy it's super fun <laughs> and what's the thing called the the thing where you you press the button and it tells if you want to fight or spell them combat yeah that thing so it's super easy you don't have to press five buttons all at once in quick succession and try to watch everything happening all at once you just go along and enjoy it and it's super relaxing (laughs) and fun and i never play video games so that's saying a lot yes yeah um dragon quest is the akira toriyama one right yes yeah akira toriyama (laughs) is a famous artist he also did Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. Yes, he has these very cute little characters and scenery and stuff. And the little monsters. Yeah. They're cute, too. Carolyn, what's your favorite monster? Because mine is 100% the slimes. <laughs> the slimes. Everyone loves the slimes, The little yes. blue slimes. They're so cute. They're yeah. the main ones that I've gotten to so far. At mm-hmm. this point, I've, like, gone to the village. I, I went to the up the mountain and got the quest and then I went down and did the quest in his village, and then I left his village and went to the next village, and it was super fun to ride the horse around. I'm all about the great saber cat clubs, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is historical live on the podcast. Uh, Carolyn is like it was it was just a couple episodes ago when Carolyn's like. I don't play video games. I never really had an interest. I never played it as a kid, so I, I don't really want to get into it. 
June in the course of what maybe three weeks has completely changed Carolyn's opinion with one video game it's about finding the right game because like I've tried so many other games and even computer games when I was younger and I would always get so frustrated because I couldn't figure out how to do everything at once fast enough and then I would always die and then I'd be like I'm done I'm done so this one is actually nice because you can go along at your own pace and you don't have to do everything all at once and it, it like shows you what to do and then it gets more fun so yeah good. <laughs> um yeah dragon quest uh, uh especially this latest oh, one yeah. and the cartoons those yes. little people in their houses are so <laughs> adorable yeah oh and they all have weird irish accents for no reason only <laughs> some of them have irish accents and some of them just have like an american accent which i find interesting <laughs> yeah dragon quest it's it it's one of those games that can be as easy or as hard as you want to make it for yourself it is super accessible um so it's the kind of game where if you're struggling there's a lot of different things you can do to make the game much easier for you yeah um and at the same time like if you really want a challenge if you want the game to be difficult there are absolutely ways you can set it up so that the game will be a lot more challenging for you um and it's very very good at doing that organically yeah. And this yeah. is um something that uh I actually genuinely uh believe should be adopted into like all video games, which is just a casual mode, you know, just yeah. like Yes, they um, should do it because then it would be so much more fun and so many more people would play them. Yeah. The... Yeah, and for sure, uh be like I, I, I remember there was a comedian a while back. I can't remember who it was. So I, I am going to just pretty much sta- say the, the statement, the, the thesis of the joke, which was uh, video games are the one form of entertainment that uh, will just like stop you from enjoying the rest of the story because you're not good enough. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You know, it's I totally just, get it. <laughs> cause, cause there's no, there, there is no movie that exists that forces you to take an essay midway through. And if you get a failing grade, you're not allowed to watch the rest of the movie. Yeah, right? It's video games. Video games are gated in a very specific way that we only really accept because that's what it's always been um so like and the idea of a just a casual mode for all games and this really actually uh i i just recently experienced the uh why it's such a benefit recently with uh the Persona games, uh, Persona 5 and also the the uh, 3DS game, has a casual mode for if you just want to get the story, it lets you do all of the all of the game type elements, but like none of the enemy encounters or any of the uh, like puzzles or anything are going to be challenging to a point where you're just not allowed to play anymore. Which mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that needs to be every game, but I definitely think that there's a lot of games that would benefit from that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like... I think it would be cool if every game had it, because then you wouldn't feel like you can't play the thing if you aren't, like, skilled at it. <laughs> I think, ultimately, it's up to the developers. I think that, you know, the developers are the ones who get to decide what product they want to put out, yeah. and that's fine. Um, like, everyone always points to Dark Souls, which... I love the Dark Souls and the Soulsborne series. I've never passed any of them. 
Um, and I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm unskilled more. I just, I get to the point where I don't have the time or patience to spend four hours grinding out a single boss. Um, so, so a counterpoint to that, yeah. like to, to an extent, because there are certain games where, uh, the challenge is the point and yep. that's any, any game that doesn't really have, uh, a story or at least not story cohesion that can exist without the challenge, right? And a lot of those yeah. will be like your uh, Mario games, you know? Like, I don't think I've played a Mario video game recently that where the story can really hold up on it. I mean, besides like Paper Mario, yeah. like the, the story of the a Mario game like requires the challenge of the game itself in order to feel complete but in a game like uh like if you went to play like a final fantasy or a resident yes. evil or something right yeah it's like i am here to fulfill this need for entertainment and, and for activity that you know stopping me from accomplishing this part of the game ruins my night because i only yeah. have a couple hours that i can do this in absolutely so just like and that's i think i think at the end of it all that is what the draw of like let's plays are you know watch oh, yeah, somebody that's a good point. Yeah. play play the game so that you can get the story and you can get the experience if you're not super skilled yeah. because at this point video games especially story driven video games mm-hmm that is I, the new storytelling yeah, avenue, right? I think and it's a it ridiculous was, thing to fun, complain about. Yeah. Like, like you know, if a game, like I said, Dark Souls, whatever, they want to just release just the one mode that's really hard, I respect that. But when a series releases an easy mode and then people get upset at the existence of an easy mode, that's where I'm like, okay, you know, calm down. Like, cool your jets there, friend. It's, it's fine. That get, <laughs> yeah. People that get bent out of shape because a game has an easy mode are the Types of people that are not going to survive the winter. I, they're yeah. just, they yeah. are, they like, are soft summer babies. They are well, not... exactly like. I mean, I've had that where I'm playing a game, and I'll turn down the difficulty, and it's not even because like again I can't hack it. It's because I don't have the time and patience. Um, I just want to see the story. I just want to do the romance subplot. Let me get there, Skyrim. I will I will fully admit, like, the difficulty that I play on usually is directly related to how much I enjoy a game. And if a game is really fun and really well done, I will crank up that difficulty. And if it starts to tick me off, I am going to turn it back down again. And, and for me, I start at normal in on most games. I will sometimes turn it down to easy if I'm stuck at a, a particular thing that I can't do. Or if I just want to, you know, mindlessly cruise around Resident Evil 4. Like, I'll turn it down to, to easy mode and just be like, all right, this is, I am just doing this to, to re-experience the story. I, I don't need, I don't need to prove my gamer cred anymore. I'm 31. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was, you know, uh, an irresponsible late teens, early 20 something with hours upon hours of free time and nothing better to do with it. Sure. I, I could put the time in to, to finish whatever, but like I am a grown up now. I have limited time and resources and 
yeah, you know, you spend an hour working on something and then lose that whole hour of progress or don't make any progress at all. Like, why did I even play? And that's, I think that is why this is such a, this is the weirdest news story that could be brought. Carolyn <laughs> enjoys video games. <laughs> Yes. Only some, only some. It's it's got to be yeah. And I, the thing about Dragon <laughs> That's Quest so funny. is that it like you can enjoy the things about Dragon Quest that are fun. Yes, they're um, the cute little the, things. The the really great story, uh, the exploration in like I've played a little bit more than Carolyn. A little bit. Um, more. <laughs> and it's a game that it's not quite open world, but that I think works in its favor because. Each section, you you explore it thoroughly as you get there. Yeah. And there's little tidbits that it kind of encourages you to come back to later. But it's not like, say, a Skyrim where, you know, I like it. But some people are like, where the crap do I go next, yeah. right? Like, I like it how it shows yeah. you what you're supposed to do and then you figure it out and then do yeah. the next thing. Like with the little map that pops up and mm-hmm. there's a little dot and you're supposed to follow the dot and then do what they say and then go back and then go to the other person and it just goes around like that and then the game like mm-hmm. leads you because the ones where you're just running around trying to figure it out that's confusing too yeah the game <laughs> the game is very good about like there is there is a set path yes but it's a very wide path and there's lots to explore along the way yes. yeah so that's been fun this mm-hmm. week yeah yeah all right, Josh, what's your article? What's yours? Yeah, let, let's just run through this really quick. It's a very short article. It is just something that uh, frustrates me quite a bit. Um, so according to ABC uh, Houston, uh, they pose the question of how old is too old to trick or treat? Uh how 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 did you guys you guys trick or treat when you were kids? Yeah, I I trick or treated until I was until high school. I was I was fourteen the last year I went trick or treating, yeah. and at that point it was getting awkward. I think I was probably in grade ten. Yeah. I mean, I, I trick or I think the last time I went trick or treating was fifteen, but I don't really count that because like fourteen and fifteen, I was just the one taking my little sisters out. Oh, yeah. And you know, you get the benefit of if you're taking your young siblings you get the benefit of taking treats as well because you're like i well i'm already here yeah um, totally. so uh according to this uh some cities uh, not only suggest an age but they will also send kids to uh jail uh for for trick-or-treating over the quote legal age that seems really excessive how do you how do you prove that they're do you, do you over have to, 12 like do you have to go up to them and be like excuse me i need to see what? a piece of id do you have your high yeah, school i ID need to see your lack of id you? sir yeah, yeah <laughs> like, do you have your high school id oh, oh I, just, I need to call the police now. why just you wait why That's would anyone want thing. to enforce this and That's how does so it stupid. make anyone's life better so i mean so it, it doesn't, and that's the problem. Uh, so in Chesapeake, uh, Virginia, anyone over the age of 13 who's caught trick-or-treating can be sent to jail for up to six months 13? and receive a fine. 13 is so young. You're sending a 13 or 14. Is it 14-year-olds? or 13. You, like 13 and older. Serious? So you're going to send a 13-year-old to jail for six months? Serious? Yeah. For, for trick-or-treating. And the weirdest part is then they'll have a criminal record forever. And well, I mean, they get they get sealed. Juvie. 
No, yeah, but like, it, okay, I'm sorry. I just, I picture so the kid that this happens to sitting in juvie and it's like, what are you in here for? Oh, I beat up my dad. What are you in here for? Oh, I shoplifted a whole bunch. What are you in here for? Trick or treating? It's like oh, the dumbest thing. Like, and it's like, and then everyone would just laugh at them and beat them up in prison. It'd be so awful. <laughs> yeah. I trick or treated when I was 15 and it was worth all six months. Like I was 13 and Like a half. really? I mean... How, okay, I like me the leftover Halloween candy, but <laughs> how how problematic is it that, That's like, so a 15-year-old gets trick-or-treat candy? Really? Like, in the grand scheme of things, how how is this disrupting oh, society dear. to the extent that you need to put a 13-year-old in jail for six months? Don't they have real crimes to fight? Right? Like, like what, what about all those resources that could go towards real uh, criminals? That's uh, Chesapeake uh, in, I mean, a lot of these are pretty much in like all the same area in the States. Uh, In Newport, Virginia, uh, kids can trick or treat until seventh grade or until they turn 12, whichever comes first. After that, after that, they're charged with a misdemeanor. Uh, Several North Carolina cities have similar uh, restrictions for 12 and 13 year old as well as a 9 p.m. curfew for uh, all trick-or-treaters and in parts of South Jersey the curfew is 7 p.m. What? Seriously? Uh, with with kids in Upper Deerfield Township also being told that 12 years old is the official oh, cutoff. That's so okay young. has anybody actually been charged under this? Uh, the article doesn't specify. Okay. Uh, this does feel more like the uh, we want to ruin the fun for everybody uh, type of rule. It it feels like the shitty rich neighborhood being like, we're only giving out candy bars to kids from this neighborhood, you know? That's weird. Yeah, that That's actually, so I think that, that tracks where they're looking for an excuse to be exclusionary because... I mean, like, living in Calgary, Calgary doesn't, I mean, it has, like, richer and less rich neighborhoods, but it doesn't have, like, this stark contrast that I've really come across. I'm sure there's parts. But, yeah, like, I, you, you see on, like, TV and stuff, like, I remember there's this episode of Bob's Burgers where they go trick-or-treating in the rich part of town. Yeah. Um, and uh, that that's a whole other conversation. But, yeah, where they give out, like, the, like, you know, the swanky candy, right? And then, yeah. yeah. And of course, it's the older kids that are in a better position to actually get to those areas and take advantage of the swankier candy, which, mm. anyways, well, that's that, a whole thing. Yeah, that is a whole thing. That's so strange. It, it feels, I mean, because at the end of this here, we're not talking about, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds going around trying to get that sweet sweet free chocolate yeah we are we are still talking about kids and i think like are you old enough to go buy uh cigarettes no then you're allowed to get free candy i think that's i think that seems like a fair i feel like i feel like they should do it until like maybe grade 12 but like or 16 or something but 12 year olds that's so young that's like grade six or seven that doesn't make sense here's the thing that that irritates me and and i think like you know last week i mentioned politics is a question of who decides 
So it, to my to my thinking, there's nothing stopping, you know, a house giving out candy to be like, no, you're too old. I don't want to give you candy. And in fact, I remember the last year I went trick or treating that happened at one or two houses and I was like, OK, bye. And I think that's completely reasonable. Um, See, I don't, though. If, if you're giving out candy, you have agreed to participate in the activity. The age shouldn't matter. I, okay, I, let's, let's kind of parse what I mean by it's okay. So from like a, you know, social standpoint, as in like human beings just interacting and being nice to each other, I would agree with you. From a legal standpoint, as far as like, what are the legal rights and where do you draw that line? I think that the person giving out the candy ultimately has the legal right to say whether or not they want to give candy, although then you get into racial issues and religious you issues. You get and, racial yeah. issues for sure. Never I, the, mind. The, the, yeah, the, yeah I mean, ultimately the point is you have chosen to participate as somebody handing out candy. If, if you don't want to give candy to every person who knocks on your door, turn out the lights and don't participate. Yeah, that's true. That's all it is. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, actually, ha- having is as I was talking, I'm like, oh yeah. No. As you were saying it, you're like, wait, this is sounding wrong. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Like, wait. Processing. Me... Processing. Yeah. No. Never mind. You're right. Like. Let me see if I can find the thread you, here. Come on. Let's go. You, you have purchased candy. You have budgeted that candy. Once you're out of candy, it's entirely reasonable to shut off the lights. Sorry, we're done. Um, or just when, when you're like, I want to keep the rest of the candy for myself. You're right. Just stop giving it out. But yeah, it shouldn't be based on like who comes to your door. You're right. Absolutely. And here's the other thing. Yeah. If you know, you, you're handing out candy on Halloween and you're, you get a knock on the door, knock, like, right. You open the door and it's a 90 year old man wearing like an Adam West Batman (laughs) costume. I would, would, I would give him all the candy. Exactly. Yes. So, so so the line that seems to be drawn in the sand here is children to the age of 12 and then old people who are just having a laugh. Because if you're, if you're older than 12, but younger than 80, you're supposed to be working or go drink. Yeah, exactly. That's not fair. Like, let people have fun. Once I got to the point where I could just go out and buy my own candy, like, that's what I do now, is I go to the grocery (laughs) store and I buy the cheap Halloween candy because I'm a grown-up and I can do this. I don't need to go trick-or-treating. But, yeah, like, as far as trying to enforce it, you're right. That that is not in anybody's best interest. It just makes no sense. No. If, if, it's, yeah, if somebody really needs that candy, if that's going to make their day better... Give them their candy. Who cares? Give right? them the goddamn candy. Don't yeah. be don't be stingy. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap up because okay. we are a bit over what we thought oh, we said we were going to do. So, uh, June, yes. what do you want people to check out this week? Uh, well, like I said, Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, I picked up and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, I, I hadn't heard that. Uh, uh, do you know any uh, anyone in your house that might be able to vouch for that? Uh, Scarlet. Scarlet the cat. Yes. And me. Um, I'm really looking forward to Outer Worlds. It comes out on Friday. That looks super cool. So I will... I, yeah. I have been keeping my own eye on that just because I, I feel like uh, Fallout between Fallout and Borderlands, they kind of petered off for me so i feel like 
that that game is probably going to scratch the itch that uh, Fallout just just didn't do, and, and Borderlands Three just didn't excite me the way I thought it would. Okay, Obsidian is consistently excellent on ideas and kind of subpar on technical issues. Um, and what I've been reading is that the technical issues are present, but by no means distracting or game breaking. Like, you know, they're there, but they're not, it's more just kind of like whatever kind of funny and you get on with it. Um, but yeah, like their, their ideas, their storytelling, their atmosphere are always just phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And June, what are you going to be for Halloween? Uh, oh, right. We don't have Halloween costumes. I, I, ugh. We're too old for that. I we would should... get arrested for it, so we've decided to not try that. Uh, yeah, I haven't <laughs> planned anything. June, you have a, as of this recording, you have a week. Have what are you going to be? Uh, I could go as my Final Fantasy fourteen character. Ghostbusters! That, <laughs> be yes, a Ghostbuster. I don't know. I don't know, okay. I don't know. We'll All right, we'll yeah. we'll check in with you next week to okay. find out what you went for Halloween as. Okay. And Carolyn, uh, what do you want people to check out? Is well... it does it rhyme with Schmegen Rage or no Schmegen Crest? What are you talking about, Dragon Quest? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, that is a fun thing to check out. Also, we started watching Supergirl. I forget if it's season three that's on Netflix. Oh, yeah, and Marvelous Miss Maisel. Did yeah. we talk about that last week? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we did, so yeah. We've got that show, Marvelous Miss Maisel, is very funny. And yeah, the new season and of Supergirl. Supergirl is on which Netflix Which has now. Nicole Maines, who is freaking awesome, and I'm so excited, and she did a really great job, so... Yeah, so uh, I would say watch that. Yeah, totally. Cool. And Carolyn, what are you going to be for Halloween? I am going to be a ghost. I just made that up. I don't have a question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this because I, I said you were a skeleton at the beginning of the episode? Yes, it is. <laughs> I just can't think of anything, so. <laughs> cool. Uh, so we'll check in with you on the next one to find out okay. what you decided to do. What are you going to uh, Oh, what am I going to be? Uh... Well, uh, we are going to go to uh, a event. I work on the following day, so I'm gonna, we're going to go out early. I'm going to be home early. Um, I don't really do costumes. Uh, I mean, I've wanted to get into get back into cosplay. We talked about that on an earlier episode. Um, but uh, we, uh, when uh, Detective Pikachu came out, they were selling uh, Eevee like headbands and Pikachu headbands. So. Uh, Kamala and I are going to wear those when we go out, uh, out to a party. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's nothing spectacular. It's just, you know, it's one of those cute things where it's like, I, I can wear a warm jacket and, uh, still have enough of a costume to allow me into the party. That's good. Mm-hmm, that's awesome. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is it. If you wanted to find us on social media, uh, June is at Gemini underscore trends. If you want to find her on Twitter, she doesn't really post, but it's fun to say hi and tell us how good of a job we did on our podcast. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm not going to go through the whole list. Everything, uh, for me, you can find there's links on scudsworth.com, uh, including our Patreon, patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-C-D. If you want to kick us a couple bucks, uh, and leave a rating and review we mentioned at the top it's super important it really helps us out it would be great if you could do that 
And that is all I had to say. So uh, the next part of this episode is probably the one that I did with uh, Haley. Uh, But if that doesn't happen, then uh, if you listened, thanks for listening. If you didn't listen, thanks for nothing. And allow us to play you out. Uh, uh, June, uh, do do the song, do the uh, theme song for the Adams Family. They're creepy and they're spooky, mysterious and kooky. They're all a little ooky, the Adams Family. Hello. Hello. It's Josh. And Kamala. And we want to invite you to listen to our podcast, What We're Into. Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, it's a date night podcast uh, where two 30-year-olds uh, talk about things they like because we have, like, no free time, so, like, we don't really get to talk to each other or anything. So uh, we take the time to sit down and... Uh, talk about the fun things that we like to watch and listen to and read. Uh, so you can check out our podcast every Tuesday, and maybe you'll hear us talk about things like Pokemon and Stardew Valley, or Star Trek, or any other anime or manga series, and just a bunch of nerd shit, basically. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so go to scudsworth.com. You can find it there, or find us on. Uh, iTunes and other yeah it's not your first day on the internet just go just type in what we're into you'll find it I I believe in you I believe in you too we love you love you Bye. bye so you oh you got I hear a dog already oh Jeez. Okay, give me a sec. Okay, doke. Uh, I'll I'll bring him in and I'll like put him away because he will complain about everything that is happening, <laughs> and it's windy out right now, which just means oh, there's... it's so goddamn windy here too. Like it's scary windy. Oh, I <clears> have like trees swaying. Around oh yeah, yeah, windy. no, because there's a there's a tree like next to my office, and the like it's far enough away that I don't usually have to worry about it, but the wind is currently making the branches hit my window. So it's... Yeah, they're just swaying in front of me. These are like 30-year-old like pine trees, and they're just kind of like swaying back and forth as the sun's setting over the mountain. It's actually quite a picturesque view. Oh, well, view. fuck you, because like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, go okay, let your dog in. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a horrible mother. I just tricked him because he... Because Loki gets fed in there, so he saw, like, the food dish, and he figured there was something in there, so he just ran in there like a fiend, and then discovered once he got in, the door was closed behind him. Oh, well, you, uh, just, you're, you're, uh, a terrible parent. <laughs> I know, uh, I know. Uh, I feel like that is the, uh, that's the soft intro, so let's just get right back into it. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Everything is the Worst, the official Scudsworth.com podcast. Uh, it's, I'm not sure how the audio quality transitioned here, but, uh, this is the second day of recording, uh, the first, uh, 30 to 40 minutes that you listened to was, uh, with me and June and Carolyn, and, uh, now we are, uh, welcoming to the floor, uh, Haley, um, Haley. We should have a drum roll, right? Uh, can I, let's... 
Bailey. Uh, I, w- I do want to apologize. I think I said this uh, in our first recording. That was about two days ago. Um, I totally spaced on, like, I don't know what's going on with my brain. Right? Oh. I mean, it's bad because I... So it wasn't just the podcast that I forgot about. I I mixed. Did you forget up... about work? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mixed up dates so bad. I uh, my uh, younger sister was coming into town. Uh, she uh, was flying in from the. Uh, uh, she she works for government, so she was working on uh, one of the campaigns for the Canadian election. So she was working out in Victoria. And she was living there for two months and she was flying back and she's like, well, I'm off to do a vacation because that was the most stressful time of my life. (laughs) Um, So uh, she was flying to England, but she ended up with like a uh, a 20 hour layover. So she's like, hey, I'm going to be in Calgary for 20 hours. Can I sleep sleep in your on your floor? Um, It's like, yeah, of course. So she gave me all the days and stuff and I completely forgot, forgot about what it. date well no i i just fucked up the days because i'm like okay so you're getting in on thursday and you're gonna you're leave you're leaving on on friday and she's like no no i'm coming in on wednesday and i'm flying out on thursday like i i've lost track of so many days and it might be because i just did a six day work week which i'm not super used to why uh, did you why why for the love of god do you uh, it's just the way my schedule ended up. Uh, I have four-day work weeks. I like this. Oh, get bent, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I it, found a job I can commute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, so, like, on... We generally record on Tuesdays for those listening. Here's a little peek behind the kimono. Um, <laughs> the, uh, We're letting <laughs> you in. Yeah, uh, come look at the balls, which is this production. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, we record, oh, this is just going to hell. <laughs> we record on Tuesday so that I have a period of time I can edit, and then we try to get the episodes out on Sundays. Like, we've been a lot more consistent recently. Sometimes we have to skip a week. Sometimes uh, we end up with uh, doing two episodes, and so I can put out one on on Sunday and then one on like Tuesday, something like that. Or sometimes I can't get around to editing for various reasons. That's what happens. But uh, Tuesday, we got a, I got a, our text chain. Uh, Carolyn texted at like 6 p.m. and it's like, hey, are we recording the podcast today? And I was, <laughs> I was, I was convinced it was still Monday. So like, <laughs> it was. Uh, I had to look and I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I am nowhere prepared for that. I am exhausted. I didn't sleep at all. It was this whole big production for me, <laughs> which is why oh, we ended up doing doing uh, uh, two podcasts. Uh, we, we did the one with them on uh, Wednesday and today uh, we are currently recording on Friday. I'm going to edit this tomorrow, uh, tomorrow and it'll go up. Uh, hopefully, if uh, I don't fuck up again, it'll be out on Sunday, for which is when you guys are listening. So, uh, that is an explanation of that. That is a long-winded explanation. <laughs> I mean, was it not entertaining though? Because it, it, it was quite entertaining. It you was did quite get entertaining. You did get to hear about uh, my kimono and balls. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
at the end of the day that's what i was shooting and that's so. what all that's what counts uh i mean this is this will be a very interesting edit for me too because uh, <laughs> i think so oh maybe i'll just put your yours in between everybody else's talking so you can just be like having a clearly separate conversation <laughs> when all the other stuff is going on nothing else to be heard it'd be like crickets you can put like crickets in there yeah i'm not i don't i'm we're not even recording this i'm not even putting this on but you'll never know because you don't listen to the podcast oh oh i know right Haley, tell me about your week oh gosh okay so i've been off this week i don't know i've been in kind of a weird headspace i think it's because i'm moving and well, not moving, moving, but you know what I mean? Like, transferring part of my life to another city. Yeah, because you're going to end up uh, flying in, out of, in and out of Victoria. Vancouver. Or where, Vancouver. Well, yeah, you're in Vancouver. Uh, sorry. Uh, Nanaimo. What, airport. Oh, Nanaimo. That's right. So you're going to be flying back and forth, like, every other week, aren't you? Um. Well, before the... So that my first six, my first two months of schedule are fairly early in the month. I do have to have my vehicle over there, so I have to ferry over. Okay. Um. But I mean, I've found a place to live. I've had it for over a month and a half. I mean, like I don't rent it, but I've found it. He's like, "Yeah, whatever. You come in like October twenty eighth. That's cool. You can pay rent then." And oh yeah, it's actually. I'm. I think I'm going to be a little messed up because I think I've been at a small airport for so long. And I've only been on a small team, being on a larger, like, you know, a bigger, more diverse group of people. Yeah. It's going to be stressful. Yeah. Um, Working with a small team, you just, you, you know what, it, you know all each other's ticks, right? You're like, that person is having a bad day. I'm avoiding them like the fucking plague. You know <laughs> what I mean? You spot the landmines. You're like, please don't anybody do anything that I have to talk to you about. Because... I see from your little aura going on right now, like this. Your whole area. (laughs) Your whole area is just a fucking nightmare, and I just I don't want to go into it. I don't want to enter the zone. Yeah. Uh, Do you like? Was it you had an entire week off? So like you've done nothing but prep for work. Come on, you you have to have done something. Well, I mean, right now I'm making a turkey for so I can make mass amount of meals that I can freeze and take with. (laughs) <laughs> like this is this is my this is what you have looking forward to kids that <laughs> we we pl- we prep our meals a week in advance and then freeze them yep um, i've become a prepper oh my god that happened all within a week did, that... I, did i ever tell you about um the turkey thing is what reminds me of it did i ever tell you about like how we planned meals uh when i was like a kid no no okay um so i don't know how many people have had this experience in their life as well so this might be like you might listen to this and be like what the fuck was your home life like (laughs) so okay um we used to like back when i was in in school and stuff right uh we I'm from kind of a larger family. I have uh, three sisters and it was a single parent household and all that stuff. So like we all kind of ended up with uh, chores and tasks and stuff that we had to do. Right. Like that was 
what we did as part of you know that was your contribution sure... that was your contribution to the household right yeah it's just to make sure that the house didn't fall completely apart <laughs> right <laughs> well there was an adult present well yeah i mean and this is probably what has led to my adult anxieties and depression issues is that you know i've lived with with responsibilities my entire life i never really got to have that uh you know carefree uh adolescence that i hear so much about have you, have um, you heard about it yeah um it paints a lovely picture i know right uh <laughs> what's it like to not have a job holy shit you mean you never do the dishes what um uh-huh. Well, I currently, I mean, for this last week, technically I don't have a job and they haven't sent me my offer letter yet, but I have a schedule. <laughs> okay. So hopefully that works. Um, so like it's the normal things. It's like, you know, on, on your Saturdays, you clean up the house. This person does the kitchen. This person does the bathroom. This person does the living room, those sort of things. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday you get to do your own thing cause it's Sunday. Um, yeah. But, like, the meal prep for school was, was like, part of our job, right? We cook, we put the the meals together for ourselves. Uh, after, like, Christmas and after Thanksgiving and stuff, there would always be a bunch of leftover turkey. So what we would do is take the bread, uh, put the, like, mayonnaise or the mustard or, like, the, put the condiments on it, put some chunks of turkey on it and then freeze the the sandwich the, <laughs> freeze the bread and the turkey put it in the freezer and then in the morning you'd like you have like we would prep 30 or 40 sandwiches with the yeah. leftovers and then in the morning you took out the frozen turkey sandwich yeah uh, you grab uh, a handful of lettuce you grab a like uh, your juice box and your uh, like apple and stuff put it in the uh, put it in the uh, lunch bag and that was the lunch so like by the time you got your lunch break at school the sandwich would have defrosted but it would also have kept everything else chilled <laughs> true <laughs> right and like I don't it's actually I... quite ingenious you know for a kid making lunch that's well that's the... I mean, it was it was a group activity because it's like, here's two loaves of bread and here's like half of a turkey. Time to make all of the sandwiches. <laughs> so you're saying my meal prepping has caused has given you flashbacks to your trauma as a child. <laughs> yeah, I look, if you've never had a freezer burned turkey sandwich before... Uh, congrats. You are living a very, very different life than I did. <laughs> You're living the good life. <laughs> I mean, we weren't rich enough to have Lunchables. I don't know anybody. Oh, like, I think, I... I think while my mom was working, like when she was doing her practicum sort of stuff for university, I think we had quite a few Lunchables in our life because she just couldn't plan. We're also right, living like, in like a little Lunchable... camper. Lunchables, though, were, like, the status symbol in in elementary. You know, it's like, if you had a Lunchable uh, you were in the, the cafeteria, you were, we're, everybody's there like, oh, fuck, you're rich, right? <laughs> and it's it's one of those things where it's just like, if if you were 
already one of the cool popular guys that had a lunchable it's just like it just put you over the top yeah it put you over the top if you were just kind of like okay and then we saw you with a lunchable it's just like oh fuck oh what about those kids that had lunchables and snacks like their parents were like that that's not enough we need to pack all this other shit for you too you'd be like I mean, this could be the podcast. We might not even have to get to an article, but like, there's. We just, I, let's just talk about food. Let's reminisce about is, our 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 elementary lives. Well, I mean, sometimes at work, Colin brings me dinner, and that's kind of nice. It's usually butter chicken. Uh, see, I I just eat leftovers now because like you we'll work co- at home. Well, we, I work for, at home, but also, like, if we cook something, I make a big mess of it so that I can eat, like, leftovers. Like, we've got, we've got like, eight bags of pierogies in our freezer right now that need to get eaten, so we're just going to uh, eat pierogies a lot. Oh, whatever you do, make it with garlic sauce. Oh, uh, we did, the one that I just cooked recently, we got um, uh, chorizo, like this oh, nice, nice air-dried chicken chorizo. It was very good uh okay well let's uh, uh never maybe mind. we should stop talking about food yeah let's uh, let's get on to the article because uh this is halfway through what i was i was planning <laughs> us to do because this is good we've, this are, is good we've already ranted oh my gosh and i have like the biggest rant in the world and i can't uh, okay we uh, won't have time but um yeah so my article it's, yes, it's a great little article. piece uh okay, i'm really hit, proud hit, of Cal- i'm really proud of calgary in this moment like in this moment i'm very proud of like the city so what has happened is I, I think it's just a media outlet basically. Oh, Small... uh, hold on! Before we do, let's specify. Yeah. This is Calgary, Alberta, not Calgary, uh, Texas? Texas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's <laughs> let's clarify that. Yes. Yeah. So it's Cal- a, it's a Canadian place, guys. It's, yeah, it's it's that their them their Canadian place. Um. So they uh, are trying to trademark. It's a trademark pending right now. Is um. Okay, so my story is basically the Calgary media outlet that has decided to trademark fake news so they can send cease and desist letters for anybody really that anymore because essentially they feel like it's taken from the integrity of uh, just journalism, I guess, as a craft as a whole. Yes. And it, what he calls fake news anytime is just a story he doesn't agree with. And that's not really what fake news is. Right. I mean, we've talked about this before, and our our whole goal here is to try to avoid the politics. I mean, the world is a mess right now. We want to talk about the funny and the weird and stuff. We don't want to get too depressing, but this is so funny and weird. We're going to (laughs) risk podcast jail for this. this... Well, I mean, it it is, it's rather, it's just a brilliant idea. To be able to be like, oh, well, we just trademarked that. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's really just brilliant. This plan. Did you watch the video that went along with it? I, I did watch the video. Uh, so <laughs> to uh, quote, uh, this, is fr- this article comes from, uh, did you verify the, uh, the source here? I'm just going to double check real quick. Make sure that it's not a. I mean, what would make it hilarious is if, if that it's a uh, uh, a satire <laughs> site or news. something, and it's like a fake news article about fake news. That would be very funny. 
Uh, no, it looks, uh, looks legit unless I'm missing it. <clears throat> no, it's, um, it's a, yeah, Nursity is a media online media company that owns and operates Nursity and MTL blog. Okay. Uh, they focus yeah. on creating content for millennials. I mean, that's it. Uh, so, uh, this comes from uh, narcity.com. Uh, yeah. uh, did uh, confirm it does not appear to be a satire site. So, this is a thing that is happening. <laughs> it's, it's a thing that a company decided to invest money in. That's, that's what I find the most hilarious. Okay. Uh, so, from the article, quote, uh, a term that has been plastered all over mainstream media, the internet and uh, uh, sorry, plastered all over mainstream media, comma, uh, <laughs> uh, the internet and consistently used by one specific politician is fake news. Uh, recently, communications agency in Calgary, Alberta, collaborated with the Florida chapter of the Society of Professional Journalists to literally trademark the term. The, mm-hmm. quote, fake news uh, trademark uh, is uh, was followed by serving President Trump with a cease and desist urging him to stop using the term uh, so yeah it's there's this <laughs> yeah it's how uh, they're quoted with the how do you stop the incorrect use of the term fake news you trademark it uh, <laughs> It, it is uh, it is using capital America against capital America. I mean, <laughs> uh, okay. You like the capitalist system? Great, we'll find loopholes. I mean, okay. There, this is like a ton of stuff that a lot of. So there's there's been a lot of uh, things that in my personal life right now that have basically outlined the capitalist hellscape that we live in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like there's also a ton of articles that are circulating which are like uh talking about trademark uh trademark crouching i think it's called basically you, you sit on a trademark until somebody does something makes something slightly uh slightly like what you hold the trademark for and then you uh you file uh injuncture against them in order to cash in on you know the patent um basically it's illegal to do but because trademark law is so goddamn ridiculous that you can't really stop it from happening uh if the if the patent is approved if the trademark is approved you can you can pretty much slide by on it by saying hey uh this is relevant enough that we that we are filing this lawsuit over um i love the idea of holding a a trademark on fake news mostly (laughs) mostly because first of all this is a canadian uh this is calgary i i live in calgary not a huge fan of Calgary in general, but I live here, so and my house is kind of nice, so I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say, good job, Calgary. But doesn't this feel more like something that a big company would do? You know, one that has like a ton of money and lawyers and stuff to make sure it works. 
Like, don't well, you feel like this is something that The Onion or Cards Against Humanity would do? If they should have. I mean, they, they I mean, should've. yeah, they, sh- they definitely should have. But, I mean, just think about it. Like, imagine you're sitting around a table and be like, okay, we need to get some attention. We need some press. What do we do? And then somebody's like, why don't we trademark <laughs> fake news? And then the other dude goes, bro, yeah. And then away it goes. I mean, what's great is that even if it goes nowhere, uh, I think... The statement alone is The statement alone. But I think I would probably buy a t-shirt that says fake news tm parentheses pending i would probably i <laughs> would probably buy make, that maybe you should take that make that shirt <laughs> i mean even if they don't end up with the trademark they could trademark the pending trademark and that would be big enough to like i mean cease and desist letters aren't anything right i think there's a bob's burgers about that uh, like you could just like if you make it if you if you put a uh, uh, official letter of uh, like an uh, official statement on a very legal looking letterhead. Yeah, that's like people will just stop doing stuff because litigation is messy and a letter just saying, hey, fucking stop is usually enough to get people to just drop <gasps> whatever it is he, that they're doing. You know what? That's the thing, though. He won't just drop it. He'll keep saying it. He's a fuckwit. I know. I mean, the more that they could... <laughs> the more that they send him, the more so, he'll use. It's, okay, here's the part that makes me feel like it's not going to go anywhere. And that's why I, I bring up the idea of trademarking a pending trademark. Because that's... <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all... That's fucking hilarious because you like can do that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, ugh, the world is a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but like, I just live in it. I know. Um, uh, but like having a pending trademark and then sending a cease and desist, uh, outlining that your trademark is pending, but really it's a trademarked uh, statement of fake news trademark pending, and that's the part that's trademarked. <laughs> That would make it so much more funny. But, (laughs) like, the bigger thing here is that it's, like, you can have the trademark. I I feel like if it were The Onion that had trademarked fake news because they have precedence. It's, like, we are fake news. We are literally a satire site. We have to trademark fake news because this is our brand. Right. <laughs> that's that's the part like this uh, company that has the that it had filed the trademark. They're an actual news site. They're not they would not be classified as fake news. They are providing news that has legitimate background. So the they they don't technically have a precedent, which is. <laughs> True. I see where you're going with that. I feel like if they can come up with the idea to patent it, they can come up with a good enough story to go with it. So, I mean, there we do have to acknowledge the difference between a patent and a trademark, right? And that's that's the that's the difference. That's why, uh, 
like if the onion were to do it it would work better because the difference between a, a patent and a trademark is a patent is i have an idea here's how it would put to be put together i haven't i haven't uh like manufactured it i i, I don't have the uh facility to like run fabrication on this this thing that is a patent you know you you come up with an idea you develop the idea you outline the specific thing that it does that you hold a patent on it and you know if like google decides to develop something very similar to the thing that you already hold a patent on regardless of if you were able to produce that device you have a standing because you're like i outlined exactly how it would work i hold the patent on this idea whereas a trademark a trademark is uh, a brand. It's it's an identity, right? So if an actual news site, site trademarks the idea of fake news, that actually does a lot of bad for their credibility. <laughs> maybe, maybe they... And with that, I, mean, I, 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 I noticed that someone pulled up into my driveway, so I'm like, huh? Okay. <laughs> What's going on? Um, You're so distracted. We gotta get you back in your bedroom where you can where you can podcast in I've peace. Got, I've got too many things around me. There's fuzzy puppies. There's Playstations playing my background theme. There's children coming in and out. Really, I do need to segregate. I give it, like, ten seconds until the door opens, so. Carry <laughs> yeah. on! Okay, well, let let me let me hear the rest of your thoughts on this because I I feel like I uh, I took over your article because you kind well <laughs> kind of kind of how that works. <laughs> ah, well, this is, that, that's what hey I have a right to I I run this website of fake news that I am doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I honestly I don't have a ton of love or thought on it besides i read it and was like oh my god that's brilliant <laughs> so what okay let's let's play the game that i've been trying to do with these episodes to really steer us into that zone okay what uh, trademark would you want to file like if, if like a thing that's happening right now just assume that the things that are happening out in the real world, you could be the first person to get to roll up with a trademark and you file that like tomorrow. What would you trademark? Oh, gee. <laughs> um, life event. Life event? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Something you can get behind. You 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 uh you gather up enough friggin <laughs> evidence of life events and why people need them and that you make it so it's a thing that has to happen like you could actually call into work. Mm. And and so for so for, any, for anybody who ends up ends up having to take a uh personal day unpaid day off of their work for due to uh unforeseen life events you'd send a cease and desist to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No. Um, gosh, it's really my brain has been so so full of so much crap for the last week. Um <laughs> Oh gosh, like I would I'm getting old, dude. Like part you of me is think. just like 
my part of me is getting like, I just want to hashtag change. Anytime anybody mentions changing changes, nobody gives a shit that you're going, you're going, you're on your own life journey. Nobody else gives a shit. Like when people fucking put it like hashtag stuff like that, it's like, okay, part of that journey of is humility. Clearly, okay. there we're not learning the humility portion of this life of this life journey. You you you've Fuck missed off. a crucial step here, sir. <laughs> yes, you 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 turn left when you really should have gone straight. You had to work through the hard stuff. You didn't just like left turn to a paid level of like personal development. Like it just doesn't happen. You shouldn't have taken that left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> you shouldn't have. Really, the left turn at Al- Albuquerque was always dangerous. It's always going to get you. Uh, can I float one by you? Okay, go for it. Okay. I will fall on the sword for people. Okay, for what? I will say I want to trademark depression. <laughs> <laughs> As a concept. So As a concept. Okay, explain for, to me how this works. So anytime somebody posts on Facebook about how they're, you know, going through a really rough time and that they're concerned about their depression. I will send a cease and desist, a legal document saying... See, when I'm depressed, I don't post shit like that. You've got to stop being depressed, otherwise I will will pose legal action against (laughs) you. Legal action to your depression. Yes. Yes. You why are I, infringing I on hospital? my trademark. What's that in my is IV? The, <laughs> that is You're... the brand I have developed over years. <laughs> I am the sad boy. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. I in a certain aspect though, it's almost it's almost our, our trademarks that we're going with here are almost like unsympathetic to people. They're like, uh, I know you have the right to feel those things and work through your shit, but Fuck you. <laughs> hey, uh, do you really want to uh, play in the space and get a little uh, metaphysical on the concept? Oh, dear. Come into this McDonald's land play place with me. <laughs> Come on on this this journey in my sandbox. <laughs> Is it your sandbox or the ball pit? I don't remember there ever being a sandbox, but there was always a ball pit. It's uh, I dumped a bucket of plastic <laughs> balls into a sand pit. They have relatively the same amount of urine con- content in them. <laughs> I was waiting so... to see if you would... Okay. But so true. It's where the poor kids go and it was like a night out. It was like McDonald's. You've got to go to McDonald's. Yeah. Alright. What if we trademark the concept of trademarks? <laughs> that way, anyone who files a trademark is infringing on our trademark. <laughs> I can go with that. Yeah, I can be down with that. Okay, so you work on your trademark of depression. I'll work on change or changes. And... <laughs> uh, what about... What if we just trademark apathy? Whenever <laughs> whenever somebody's like, oh, I, I don't really pay attention to politics. I don't feel like it really impacts me. We could roll up and just be like, hey, you've been served, motherfucker. <laughs> Get woke, bitch. <laughs> Already, please. The rest of us are up here. We're waiting for you to make We're your trying. way up to the group. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh... how I, that's how I almost feel like that's how humanity has to be taken. The next thing is like, okay, 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 okay. So here's the deal. You're going to get along. You're going to like people. 
this is the way this is the society's gonna go forward and and have some growth and like and everybody can do their own thing and it's super cool you want that religion cool you go be that religion you hang out over there you come on over here that's fine but this is the way it's gonna fucking be i i feel like if we trademark if we trademark apathy it forces everybody to take super hard opinions on things that they otherwise would not care about <laughs> <laughs> like like what you like bendy straws over straight ones well fuck you <laughs> out of my click yeah <laughs> uh let's do oh my gosh i really 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 like thought, like <laughs> led you astray this <laughs> You are going to have so much goddamn editing. This is fucking... This is going to be, like, my entire day tomorrow. I have to go get a flu shot, for Christ's sake. I don't know how where I'm going to find time. Flu oh, shot's how, an entire day for me. How How is the flu shot an entire fucking day? Go to the pharmacy, get them to shoot you in the arm, you're done! Well, I go to the pharmacy, and I get the flu shot... And then I'm like, oh, I should probably do some grocery shopping while I'm here. And I buy some stuff. And then I'm like, oh, it's uh, it's noon. I should get lunch. And I get lunch. And I probably went to a bar to get my lunch. So I'll go. I'll have a couple drinks. And so like, what you're saying is your ADD is fucked. Uh, I Pretty will much. say that I've, I've never been diagnosed, but that would explain a ton. <laughs> why am the, Why is this the first time I'm having this revelation about you? That's the other. That's the other part of the question. I don't know. I can't even answer that. I, I'm fidgety and I stim a lot, so yeah, that actually would make a lot of sense. Let's do the wrap up. I have to. We have to get yeah, over uh, here we, before I have realizations there has been about myself. Discoveries and tons I, of editing. I don't need any self-discoveries right now. I am You're a 31-year-old. Like... I have to stop... I have to stop realizing stuff about myself. The last big revelation about myself changed my entire sexual identity. I am not going to do this again. Okay, okay. But isn't that isn't that the best part about growing? Is you like, no, oh, fucking put, shit, I didn't know this about myself. That's fucking Put creepy. me in a fucking... Put, bubble boy me. Leave me with my with my video games and my podcasts and then I will die in peace without knowing new shit. Oh, well, no, that's that's not how society's going to work. I'm sorry. I'm tired of realizing Rem things. Haley, we, we trademark crap, dude. Haley, Haley, Haley. Yeah. Haley. Tell me about something you want people to check out this week. Uh, this week. Oh, uh, I I I've been kind of useless this week. Um I've been playing a lot of Borderlands. Is that Borderlands my... 3? Borderlands 3. A lot of it. A lot of it has been in my life. And like, you know insane what? Insane amount. And, I, and I'm loving every moment of it. You'll never hear this because you don't listen to the podcast, but June literally uh, talked about um, Outer Worlds and how it was like the the perfect uh, like follow-up to the borderlands or the fallout like you get that thing that you uh you want that you just weren't getting from those things and i was i i i feel like i was pretty shitty about fallout and borderlands and how like i have been so underwhelmed by both of them lately that i i'm not sure how i would feel so you have you have, have you tried borderlands 3 no i because i i played 
uh, Borderlands 1, I adored when it came out. And Borderlands 2, uh, it was more of the same. I wasn't as about it. Uh, I loved Tiny Tina. I, I think but... you should try it. Okay. Is it good? Is it? It's a it lot of fun. And, the, di- and okay. the dialogue is fucking fantastic. I mean, I did like... Uh, I did like Borderlands 2, but it like it didn't hold me as well as uh, board, like the original Borderlands. I did like a lot of their writing, but that might also be because I'm a like a huge fan of Anthony Birch, who uh, for those of you who uh, aren't old enough to know like early 2000s uh, internet stuff i mean it's not it's nobody here uh anthony Birch i was, was i remember being on the internet when you had to type in like 16 passwords and all you had was dos screen that's the old my yeah yeah my memory i mean i will just say my original the the first computer we ever owned did not have was not internet capable so uh yeah sorry i mean we're we're talking about back in the day uh, but yeah, it was, uh, Anthony Birch is one half of the old web series called Hey Ash, What You Playin'? And I mean, that's going to be the thing that I tell people to check out is just go back and check out some old, old ass meme bait. Like before memes <laughs> were memes, it was, uh, you know, go check out the classic. The classic. I mean, you gotta... You, you do have to recognize that people weren't as woke as they were in the oh, early yes. 2000s. You, you, do, you do have to take it with the 2000 grade assault. Yeah, you have to recognize that uh, the things that they, like the jokes that they were making don't translate super well in this, in the year of our Lord 2019. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. But there is... Uh, there is enough there that you'll probably still enjoy because like we checked out uh uh, i only recently showed uh kamala Yu-Gi-Oh abridged and there's a bunch of homophobic jokes in there oh fuck yeah yeah there's i mean there's a ton but at the like we're watching this and i'm like i forgot about this but i guess it was 2006 when this was all coming out so yeah okay bitches like, that's when people, like, say things like, oh, we've, you know, we haven't really progressed as a society. I'm like, just look back 10 years. Of how yeah, 10 years. We've, we've really improved in, in our cultural understanding in 10 years. Like, we're in, we're hyperdrive right now. Uh, same thing with, like, did you ever watch Dr. Tran? Oh, my God. We just, we spent last night watching. I watched that with Tyler. Yeah. Uh, we spent last night watching the entire Doctor Trans series last night. Uh, okay. We we watched uh, all of uh, Batman Piderman. Uh, <laughs> oh, we... I forgot about Doctor Tran. Like, I really want to go back and watch Doctor Tran. Yeah, it's on. Uh, I think it's Mondo Media. It's on YouTube. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, they're fuck. What are the other ones? Well, Hey Ash, what you playing is super great. Uh, like every so often I'll go back to like the cracked videos and watch like all of, all of, uh, after hours or today's topic and stuff. 
So I guess what we're what we're uh, suggesting for the evening is to go back in time and watch some old videos. And you don't have to go back in time. Just go on YouTube. It's all on there. Just go watch some YouTube. Go watch some early two thousand friggin. <laughs> and, but of course, watch it through the lens of I know what they're saying is is not right. It was a different time ten years ago. Um, yes. It was a different time 10 years. Yeah. That's what... And you can tell just by the quality <laughs> of the video, to be honest. Like, a lot of them have pixel issues. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, uh, that's basically, yeah, that's what I've been... <laughs> I do recommend Borderlands you is play what you're Borderlands, saying. Josh. And yeah. then you get online right. and the others, the others will play with you because I'll just invite you. And then they'll be like, who's that? And I'll be like, that's my friend Josh. And then they'll be like... All right then. Uh, PlayStation or are you doing PC? PlayStation. Okay, so go ahead and buy me that and send it to me on my PlayStation account, and then I'll play with you. Oh well, yeah. Let me let me buy that for you. <laughs> yeah. Christmas is coming up, bitch. Come on. <laughs> care, care, careful what you wish for, Josh. Careful what uh-huh. you wish. Yeah, and then you'll you'll find out that I'm really uh, I'm more difficult to get online than June is. Oh, oh, trust me, I have my ways. I have my ways. I'm going to just go ahead and uh, mute our conversation on my phone, but... Um, okay, if... I'm... Do, you want, do you want me to stop recording? Uh, yeah, no, let's, uh, let's do the wrap-up here, because this is where it would be. Uh, so if you wanted to follow us on social media, I already did mine. Uh, in the last break, I'll review it in a moment, but you can follow Haley on Twitter at... Haley M. Garner. And she also does the uh, Everything is the Worst uh, feed on Twitter at... The Worst 25 and Everything is the Worst on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, again, I'm not going to go through all the things. Uh, just check out scudsworth.com. All of the links to my stuff is there. Uh, once again rating and review super helpful super important if you could just take like five seconds just hit the five star thing on your phone right now that'd be great uh, if not maybe tell your friends because i feel like this is a pretty good episode um yeah i i, I mean it was like, pretty I, fun I felt, I felt there was a high level of tangenting all over this episode and that's it's I, been a while I just feel like we had a good energy today. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I just share this with your friends. If you find some value in this, uh, just maybe tell your friends to check this out. Maybe just like text them a link of this episode or something, because this was a definitely just, just a do weird it, one. Just do it. Just do it. Just, just, just do a mass text. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Mass text everyone in your phone. So that you can get, you know, for the the rest of your day, you can just be fielding text being like, did your phone get hacked or something? <laughs> um, Why are you sending this? Is this meant for me? I don't want to yeah. be part of this chain. <laughs> drop, if, drop, drop. <laughs> if you have a couple bucks, too, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash T-H-S-U-D. The link is on scudsworth.com as well. You just, I mean, I would appreciate it. I'm... I'm so broke. I am destitute at this point. Give me some dollars. Um, <laughs> if you listen, thanks for listening. If you didn't listen, thanks for nothing. Allow us to play you out. Bye.